everyone, and happy Monday. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for today's edition of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Nathaniel Hackett as he reflects on a Sunday's game. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Delala joins the show to take a more in-depth look at the Broncos win. All that and more coming up. It's Victory Monday here at the UC Health Training Center. The Broncos got the win in primetime over the San Francisco 49ers. Final score, 11-10. It was another dominant performance by Denver's defense. They've now just allowed one touchdown in the past 10 quarters. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett spoke on their performance versus the 49ers and the camaraderie in that group. Uh, Those guys play so well together. You know, they've been in a, kind, a familiar system together, so which is always great. And then there's a couple of new wrinkles that have been thrown in there. And uh, I think it's just great to see them all fit off of each other and communicate and talk, especially when the crowd's allowed. I mean, to be able to get that communication done is huge. And um, even with Justin Simmons not there, all those guys are working so well. I give so much credit to Ejero, CP, uh, you know, Marcus, Burt, Pete. Uh, Dom, all those guys have done such a great job bringing those guys together. And they, they really play well together. I think whenever you look at good defenses, like just the one that we faced yesterday in the Niners that have been consistently a very good football team and a very, very good defense. And um, you see those guys fit off of each other. And I think that especially when you're starting to call some pressures and things like that, everybody has to have their gap integrity. And I think there were a lot of good instances of that, especially when you're playing a very good run team. Because run, run offenses are always looking to try to get you out of a gap. And those guys really stuffed all those gaps. So I thought they did a really good job just playing together. And in terms of the offense, Coach Hackett discusses some of the struggles and miscues we've seen from them over the past three weeks. He emphasizes that it's just a transition period as they continue to master this new system. Yeah, I think, you know, when you look at it, you look at Russell's been in one place for his whole career. And then he comes here. He's got new coaching staff, new city, new fans, new press, uh, new system, new people that he's going out there and playing with. Um, So it's not as easy as just going out there with anybody and playing ball. And um, so I think that he, you know, we're all working through all kinds of things. I'm working through things with him on making sure I'm calling the proper plays for him, um, that the players are running the right routes. And it just kind of goes, it's just that whole thing, just, just everybody working together. And there's been some good and there's been some bad. And we just got to make sure we have more good than bad as we continue to move forward. Coach Hackett also went on to discuss what he thinks this offense's identity is. Yeah, I think that we have things that we are, we have a foundation that we're trying to accomplish. Um, I think that some of those things show up uh, when you play different defenses. There are certain things that you can do and certain things you can't do. Um, so I think that we had to go a little bit off last week or yesterday, I guess, um, versus the Niners because of how they play their defensive front and their coverages. Um, but there's definitely things that we want to have a staple of what we do, and the guys believe in that stuff. Um, we just have to continue to execute it better. The small things, we got to make those easy plays when those are things are there. And I think as we do that, we'll be more efficient. Coach Hackett ended his press conference today talking about the relationships on this team. He said that it's something really special here in Denver and that they all play for each other out there. I think it all starts with the relationships that you build as a team. You know, you you need to start as a team first. All the football stuff that we do, um, those things are easily correctable. When you put it on the tape and you say you should have run here or you should have thrown the ball here, you should have blocked that guy or you should have fit in that gap. Those things are very, you know, black and white, very simple to see. 
Um, but to be able to create a team, guys that play for each other, is something special. And I think that, that there was a lot of that that you saw yesterday. I mean, it was unbelievable the couple times. I mean, just the defense supporting the offense, the offense coming through at the end. Um, like those things are, that's why you do this profession, you know, because everybody runs plays, everybody calls defenses. Um, but to see guys unite together uh, through anything is what makes really great teams. And now we have so much improvement we need to do. I mean, offense, defense, special teams, we can get better, and we all know that. But when you play for each other, when you pick a guy up, when you defend him, when you uh, block for him, just that little extra, those are the things that you get those extra inches. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a game recap is Broncos lead writer Eric Dalala. Eric, Broncos get the win in primetime. Yeah, that was uh, an exciting Wild. game. Uh, probably not what you want to see from the offense at the beginning. No. Really for most of three, three and a half quarters, but – they found a way to get it done, and that was as exciting, as exhilarating an end as I can remember uh, during my seven seasons here. I mean, that was, that was a fun one. It was. What a wild final five minutes of the game. Eric, we predicted a one-point game. That's right, yeah. We thought it was going to be a close game. We, we thought a few more points there, but yeah, we knew this was going to be a defensive battle. San Francisco's really good, especially up front, uh, and they challenged the Broncos all game long against the Broncos' offense. Um, it, it was a struggle. It was a grind, but ultimately Russell Wilson did what we know Russell Wilson can do and led that game winning drive, uh, showed his mobility. And then the defense did its part to keep the Broncos in the game. Yeah. Eric, let's talk about the defense first today. You know, they had another dominant, dominant performance, four sacks, two fumble recoveries an interception, a safety. I heard from Draymond Jones in the locker room following the game. And he said, even though it's still early in the season, he thinks that they might be one of the top defenses in the league, if not the best defense in the league. Yeah, I mean, they're playing like it right now. They've yeah. allowed, what, one touchdown in the last six quarters of play, or excuse me, ten quarters of play mm -hmm. now. Uh, and really, they stepped up when they needed to. They allowed that long touchdown drive there on the second drive of the game. And after that, they were able to essentially shut out the 49ers for essentially most of the rest of the game. They had eight consecutive drives with a stop. They obviously recorded two uh, two points of their own with that safety. Could have been a pick six if Jimmy G didn't yeah, step out. Yeah, poor Bradley. I know. And then, uh, you know, they were able to hold the 49ers there at the end of the game. Last year we saw so many times, and really over the last few years, we saw opportunities where the Broncos had a chance to end the game, get off the field, secure a win, and they weren't able to do so. Mm -hmm. Well, last night, two times, the 49ers had a chance to go down the field and just needed a field goal to retake the lead. Broncos defense forced a pair of turnovers. That, to me, was the most impressive part. Eric, I talked to Bradley in the locker room following the game, and he said a big reason that this defense has played so well is because Ijero Ivero, you know, he, he said he put together a great scheme for them. He doesn't get talked about much, but, I mean, he is the reason this defense is having so much success. Yeah, I mean, he's starting to get a little bit of attention, I think, nationally. He's a yeah. guy, we'll have to see how the defense plays the rest of the year, but if they play at this level, he's going to be talked about kind of in that next head coaching candidate grouping. That's how Definitely. impressive he's been. He's obviously a great leader, um, and we've seen just how impressive he is kind of in the press. Um, he's, he's a future star in the making, it seems. And, yeah, between him as a first-time play caller, seemingly having the right mix of coverages and blitzes dialed up, I would say that's a thing that I really enjoy about his defense is that it's a similar scheme to Vic Fangio, but he seems to bring pressure a little bit more in really important situations, and mm -hmm. it's paid off for the Broncos. But between that play calling, the way the Broncos defenders are going out there and executing, this unit is playing at an elite level, and obviously the offense needs to get things going. They're trying to figure things out. Right. Um, 
but kind of as they do that to have a defense that's playing at this high level, that's about as uh, good of a backup plan or safety blanket as you can ask for. Absolutely. Now let's switch to the offense. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, but you know, they couldn't really get going until the fourth quarter. They had nine, I believe three and outs. What do you kind of hope to see from them moving forward as, you know, they finally clicked, but it was late in the game. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just a struggle. Like I said before, yeah. it was a grind. This is a really good defense. I mean, that might be the best defense in the NFL, especially their front, um, you know, with Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, uh, guys really all over the field that can make plays. Uh, and the Broncos, there were times when they got something going. I mean, they were they went three and out a bunch of times, like you mentioned, Sydney, but there were also opportunities where they were close. They were in 49er territory and then just a, a penalty here or a sack here. It took them out of field goal range or pushed them back. They've got to find a way to correct those little things. But listen, Nathaniel Hackett said after the game, they wanted to play smart. So they weren't taking unnecessary shots. Mm -hmm. They knew they were going to have to dink and dunk down the field a little bit, just based on the way San Francisco plays defense and they got it done. I mean, it was not pretty. They've got to be better. They're going to have to score more points to win consistently week in and week out. But I also don't want to take away from the fact that they put it together when it mattered, when it mattered. and they drove down mm -hmm. the field. Russell Wilson made plays with his legs. Um, Kendall Hinton made a huge catch. Cortland Sutton yeah. made a big play, and they were able to find a way to get it done. So this offense will be better. They're going to get better. But it's nice to know that even when things aren't working, if the defense plays the way it did, Russell Wilson and company will find a way at the end of the game to get it done. Yeah, there was so much talk last week, Eric, about – Nathaniel Hackett and game management and game operations. What do you think about his overall performance this last game? Yeah, I mean, I think the best thing you can say is there were no issues. Right. Obviously, bringing Jerry Rosberg, he's mm -hmm. a veteran coach in this league who's helped with game management situations before. And whatever the Broncos were doing, it worked. Um, there were no real delay of game penalties. You didn't have fourth down decisions where the clock was ticking down. I, I think there was maybe only one play where the crowd started to, to chant down the play clock. Um the Broncos did go 0, and 2, 0 for 2 in challenges, which mm -hmm. I'm assuming uh, he's involved in that process as well. But I, I thought both challenges were, were pretty good calls. So the first one, to me, it looked like the ball hit the end line there on yeah. that punt and should have been a touchback. And then the second one, I think that second angle maybe came in after the challenge flag was thrown. And still, given where the Broncos were in the game, didn't have a lot going, needed something desperately on offense. I can understand taking that risk. It was so close. So Definitely. You need to continue it here week in and week out. Obviously, the penalties were cleaned up too, which is an important mm -hmm. thing, but a really nice step for the Broncos to show and for Nathaniel Hackett to say, hey, I realized this was an issue. I found a way to correct it, and it wasn't a big deal on Sunday night. That, that's a really good sign. Definitely. Last one here for you, Eric. How important do you think this win is for this team? Not only it being against you know such a tough opponent, but – you know, moving forward, about to face an AFC West opponent, but also, you know, just the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's big for two reasons. One, every other team in the AFC West, AFC West lost on yeah. Sunday. And so the Broncos pick up a full game. Mm -hmm. They're tied for first place with the Kansas City Chiefs at 2-1. and one. Obviously, the Chargers dropped to 1-2. and two. Justin Herbert's hurt there, so we'll have to see what happens. Uh, and then the Raiders dropped to 0-3. So the Broncos are in a good spot within their division. So that's really important just to collect these wins when you can stay in the race. Um, and then I just think it's an, the way that they won in terms of the defense playing lights out and showing, mm -hmm. hey, we can get these stops that we maybe haven't gotten in previous years. That tells them something. And then for the offense to be able to fight back after playing the way they did for most of the game and get that touchdown and for really for Russell Wilson to show, hey, I can still be the guy I've always been when we need it. 
That to me was really critical too. maybe uh, build some confidence from an offensive standpoint. Uh, This feels to me, I don't know this for sure, Sydney, but back in 2012, the Broncos had that come from behind win over the Chargers Mm -hmm. Uh, Monday night football primetime game. They were down, you know, 20 plus points, able to surge back, win that game. The offense obviously doesn't look as good as it did that night, Mm -hmm. but I wonder if this is that same type of emotional win that really gets the team rolling and maybe they can string together some victories. We talked about it before the game about what this could mean. I really think the way they won it, it's possible this team gets on a roll. I think you're right. I think it'll spark a roll as well. Eric, appreciate your time and your insight. It's a fun victory Monday here at the UCL Training Center. Yeah, I got to love it. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope you all will meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow evening for another episode. I'll see you all then.